All right, everybody. Welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. I hope everybody had a great Labor Day, had fun, safe Labor Day. And if you had to work, I hope it was productive and you got a lot done. Uh, we got a, a special guest with us this morning. Uh, you know, you guys have heard over the last couple of weeks uh, that we are com- combining Middle uh, Nuke of Middle Tennessee and Nuke of East Tennessee to to work on this podcast to to bring in more content to get you guys more information and and to be quite honest, guys, for for Nuka to make a real impact at a state level with legislation, Middle and East are going to have to be on the same page. So we're going to do a lot of that right here. You know, you got we've heard from Commissioner Ezell and Commissioner Bright uh, that both work for the for Governor Lee, and you know they they don't just focus on a region; they focus on the entire state of Tennessee, and so. In that same spirit, uh, the two chapters are joining together to to continue to bolster this podcast. And this morning, we got uh, Mr. Mike Adams from Nuka of East Tennessee with his Mike. How are you, bud? I'm doing well, Matt. Thank you for having me on, buddy. Man, it's a pleasure. Uh, and so, Mike, why don't you just give us a little bit of background on on what your position is with Nuka of East Tennessee and kind of what you guys got going right now. So um, I am actually vice president of the East Tennessee chapter. Um, I originally found out quite a bit of information when I was invited down by you and the rest of your staff uh, for your inaugural meeting uh, there in Nashville. And I was blown away. Several of us that are a part of our board and, you know, a part of our industry have talked forever about uniting having one voice in order to honestly just make make a better situation overall for everybody throughout our industry and i think we've come so far in a year i think um you guys kind of paved the way and especially are helping us now and we really appreciate it and um if we can get past this pandemic i think good things are really in store for the future for us I couldn't agree more, man. And it, it it's flattering for for our group to hear such praises from you guys about about you know getting the energy going for your chapter from coming down and, and seeing what we were doing. So we really appreciate those kind of words because I know we worked hard. And I know you guys have worked hard on getting yours going as well. Well, no, no worries. That's you guys have been instrumental. I can't say enough about you, buddy. The uh, well, now that you know, I mean, I know coronavirus is still a thing going on and we're still dealing with the pandemic and hopefully it's starting to wind down a little bit um and, and we're starting to look into getting events going again and all the in and, and all the such so you guys got anything coming up you want to let us know about in east tennessee we do actually on september 18th we're going to do a dove hunt um we would love to encourage everyone to come out and be a part of that if that is something they want to do, they can register on the website at www.nukaetn.com and uh, just come out and have a great time of fellowship with us. We'll keep our social distancing. Um, lunch is going to be provided. All that information is there on the website. And we, like I said, we just encourage everybody to come out and uh, to be a part of that. That's awesome. I think a dove hunt is a great idea, and you guys came up with a great one there. Being outside, everybody will keep their distance, and that time of year it should be a great weather for for an event like that. So, that, man, that was that was great that y'all came up with that idea. Man, we appreciate it. Yeah, and we hope to see several of you all there as well. I know also that I think me and you both are looking forward to the September twenty third meetings with our 
Congress members uh, with Senator Blackburn and Representative Burchett. Uh, I know we have a agenda. They have an agenda. And, you know, like I said, coming together, one unified voice, we can make a big impact on our on our uh, industry. Absolutely right. Yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. There was a, uh, you know, the Washington Summit was probably the one NUCA event I didn't have the opportunity to go to last year, and I, I really missed out on it. And e- even though that it's going to be virtual this year, and we're not getting to go to DC, I am very excited to have an opportunity to sit down virtually and be face to face with our representatives and our legislators, and and let them know about the is- the issues in our industry and how important funding for projects is to what we do and, and how we work tirelessly to make sure our industry stays safe. So I'm looking very much forward to that. I couldn't agree more with you, buddy. I really could. All right. Well, um, man, I think we'll, we'll go ahead and jump right into it. Um, as kind of our first combined effort on the podcast, we're going to be doing a new member interview with, a a uh, new uh, a member that recently joined both chapters, both Middle and East Tennessee NUCA chapters and Harco Fittings. And they've got a, a pretty interesting story. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this one, Mike. As am I. And I'm, uh, I thank them. We, we, we always encourage our vendors and uh, people to come be a part of our family. It's looking, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. All right. Now we've got a couple of guys from Harco Fittings, new member to both Middle Tennessee and East Tennessee chapters. Uh, and as we just spoke with Byron, he's the one that kind of recruited him. And, uh, I believe he kind of recruited you guys through, uh, through Mr. Marcus Sizemore. That is correct. And we've also got, uh, John, which is, uh, is he your boss, Marcus? He is. He is my boss. Okay. Well, John, how you doing today, man? I'm, I'm great. And, and, uh, far from a boss, uh, Marcus, uh, and I work together. So, uh, okay. Yeah. I like hey, teamwork makes a dream work, man. Absolutely. More like partners in crime. <laughs> partners in crime. All That's right. right. That works. Too. Uh, all right. Well, guys, I always like to kind of start with uh, kind of finding out about our guests, uh, who you are, where you're from, how you got into the industry. So uh, if you guys don't mind, we'll, we'll start there uh, with you, Marcus. Okay. I have, let's see, this October will be about three years in the industry. I'm uh, approaching, approaching 48 years old. And never had been a part of the water and sewer industry. I had my resume out on some forums looking for something different. A ton of experience in the sales world. And um, the now president of Harco uh, picked up on my resume and we talked. And I think it was about a four or five month process from first conversation to actually getting on with Harco. But it was uh, well worth uh, keeping on Mr. Uh, Mike Freeman to do it. It's been one of the best experiences of my uh, almost 50 years so far. That's awesome. So uh, in your time with Harco, kind of what, what areas do you cover? I know you, you've, you found Nuka through through Knoxville, so you, I guess you clearly cover there, but where else do you go? Well, uh, lived down above Birmingham, made the move from Asheville, North Carolina, when I took this job to put uh, my family and I more centrally located for the territory. And I take care of Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and obviously Tennessee. Okay. Awesome. That's big territory. Pretty big. All right. And, all right, John. So what about you, man? Uh, where are you from? How'd you get into the industry? Just lucky. Uh, won the lottery. Um, I, I was <laughs> – I uh, graduated college uh, in, in the late 90s, uh, 45 years old, and um, – 
was selling golf course irrigation systems uh, coming out of college uh, for about six years. And uh, we were selling Harco fittings as a distributor. And um, the Carolinas, Virginia's, Maryland, Delaware, West Virginia territory uh, opened up. And uh, that was in September of 2005. And uh, I was hired by our sales manager at the time, uh, and uh, he's, he's no longer with us. But so uh, the first part of September will be my 15th year with Harco. Um, so I, 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 while I was selling irrigation and came up through that industry, my background was civil engineering. So um, I, I gravitated towards the water and sewer side of our business. And in uh, November of last year, 2019, we acquired uh, specified fittings out in Bellingham, Washington, uh, which doubled our company overnight. And uh, with that acquisition, uh, we, we split our sales team into uh, either irrigation only or waterworks only uh, sales force. And uh, at that time, they asked me to uh, kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, work with the eastern half of the United States uh, reps that we have. Uh, manufacturers reps and, and uh, factory reps such as uh, Marcus uh, to see how we could grow uh, the awareness of Harco, uh, even though we've been in business and, and in the water and sewer industry since 1966. Uh, we just really didn't focus on it as, as much as we should have over the last probably 20 years. So we're trying to grow that now. Okay. That's awesome. So I, I guess you, your territory is pretty much all the eastern half of the United States, huh? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, we're just trying to work on specifications and things of that nature, um, you know, at, at the local municipality level and work with contractors such as the NUCA contractors um, in each territory and uh, grow that business through our distributors. Okay. Well, let me ask you this because I'm not familiar with Harco because, I, you know, I'm not in the, the water sewer side of things. I do natural gas. So I, I'm I'm not familiar with uh, what you guys offer and what it is that you do. So if you don't mind kind of explaining that, I, I'd love to learn a little bit about you. Sure. Uh, Marcus, you want you want to handle that? Yeah, I will. And then let you jump in wherever you want. Sure. Uh, I'm one of those people that I don't pretend to know stuff that, that I don't know. And I have learned in the past three years, uh, there's a lot of stuff I don't know when it comes to water and sewer. <laughs> I, just from various jobs throughout life and then coming from a family where you do most things yourself, I had a really good plumbing knowledge. But man, the, the detail with water and sewer uh, on the engineering side is uh, amazing. And um, it's, a, it's a lot to take in and learn. But the bulk of what Harco does, and John, correct me if I'm wrong, is injection molded PVC gasketed fittings. We also manufacture ductile iron gasketed fittings. We do DIPS and also IPS as well, pressure and non-pressure rated. We also, uh, prior to the acquisition of specified fittings, we fabricated uh, PVC HDPE uh, fittings as well. Now with that acquisition, there's virtually nothing we can't do, no problem we can't solve with fabricating uh, extremely large diameter HDP, uh, PBC, and even profile drain pipe fittings. Um, on the irrigation side, I can't really speak to. Uh, 
we manufacture pretty much everything we sell. There are some items that uh, just are a, a great marriage for for our current product line that uh, we are the distributors for, such as a compression line of fittings, which are fill mat compression fittings. Uh, they're the global dominator in all things poly compression. And with the poly market growing the way it has, um, that's been a good thing for us. But water and sewer specifications on the PVC side is probably the bulk of what we do, isn't it, John? Yeah, no, you, you, did, a, you did a great job there. Um, Don Harrington uh, is the man who actually started the company back in 1966 in Lynchburg, Virginia. And his background uh, was from several different aspects. He, he was uh, a, an engineer with a local municipality. He was also uh, a utility contractor. And, um, and he was the first DIPRA rep ever hired in the United States uh, down in the Georgia region uh, back, back in those days. And uh, he moved up to Lynchburg because he was working for uh, what is now U.S. Pipe, but but then uh, Griffin Pipe. And um, they wanted to they wanted him to promote their gasket or they wanted to promote their PVC pipe at the time. And uh, so he was out seeing contractors and seeing what all they were doing, promoting PVC pipe. And uh, he saw them. Uh, I, I won't say struggling, but he saw some of the some of the struggles that a lot of the contractors back then um, were experiencing with these large full body AWWA C110 fittings, the MJ fittings, very heavy, very uh, and it was basically all there was at the time. And he developed the what is now known as the AWWA C153. Uh, ductile iron fitting instead of a cast iron fitting. Uh, legend has it that uh, many, 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 many years ago uh, when he was trying to promote it, he went down to Florida one day with a with one of these, you know, I don't know, eight by eight, six by six, whatever size it was. Right. And he brought a bunch of utility contractors down in Florida out to an airport and he rented a helicopter and the helicopter went up in, in the air and they tossed out the, the fitting onto the concrete and the fitting just bounced around just going ding, 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 ding. And it didn't break. And the contractors weren't accustomed to that because the cast iron fittings would have done that. Uh, so, you know, when you, when you see a one, a WWA C one fifty three that was actually invented by the Harrington corporation uh, and Don Harrington from there, he started injection molding PVC fittings, either pressure or non-pressure such as sewer fittings um, or IPS uh, pressure fittings, PVC, uh, and then got into the ductile iron, smaller diameter. When we talk smaller diameter, 12 inch and below, uh, ductile iron fittings for IPS size pipe. Um, but then eventually the company has grown through acquisitions and through developing products uh, into the polyethylene products. So we now manufacture some uh, injection molding and, and fabricating polyethylene products. Um, and then we are also a master distributor of an electrofusion line uh, of Nupi out of, uh, out of Italy. And we've also coupled that with uh, a, a compression fitting line out of Australia, uh, which is Filmac. And so we, we, as Marcus said, 
especially with the acquisition of specified, there's almost nothing that we can't do now when it comes to fittings. So, so, so y'all can offer pretty much anything a contractor needs from the little stuff to the, to the big stuff. Yeah. I mean, any, anything from basically half inch up to 60 inch, uh, be it polyethylene, PVC, compression, electrofusion, um, ductile iron. We're, we're, we're more limited in ductile iron compared to the, you know, the, the, the Tyler unions and, 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 uh, uh, you know, major MJ manufacturers. And we don't really compete against those guys, quite honestly. Um, because we don't really offer anything in the water and sewer industry that, that would compete against them. Okay. So, um, so you offer pretty much everything. What would you say your, uh, I guess your, your, your biggest seller is, is it kind of across the board or do y'all really specialize in a certain area? Well, I'm not sure what the absolute biggest seller is looking at the numbers. I know as, as I've traveled around the Southeast, uh, the past three years, which has just been a joy meeting, the people that are involved in our industry. And I say, Hey, I'm Marcus Sizemore, the Harco rep, your new Harco rep in the Southeast. Oh, the auto company that does the knock on repair couplings. So <laughs> based on that, I would have to guess that's one of our biggest sellers. That seems to be what everybody identifies us by, at least in the Southeast. Would that be accurate, John? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you know, one, one of the things that we kind of equate it to uh, is, <clears throat> excuse me, well, and I'll go back to what Don Harrington did. So when Don Harrington was out there, he there there were no gaskets on the PVC pipe. They, they didn't know how to integrate that bell into it. And so he saw these these contractors who were struggling trying to put 20-foot joints of pipe together, uh, PVC. And so he, he invented this double bell coupling uh, to just couple pipe together. So, so there are so many uh, rural water systems throughout the country now that have these double bell couplings that have been in operation for you know decades uh, that just coupled pipe together uh, to get to get get some uh, water out into the rural communities. But uh, you know eventually things would fail, and and he came out and instead of just a coupling that would just couple pipe together, uh, it's a repair coupling as well. And one of the kind of neat things about working for Harco is is uh, it, it, to and to Marcus's point is that uh, people walk into some of our distributors now and and they say, "Hey, give me a Harco, right?" So it's kind of like, "Give me, you know, I need a Kleenex." Kleenex is just a brand of it, right? So um, yeah, I would say that that that's the easiest, most recognizable product uh, that we've had for gosh over fifty years. That, that's awesome that it, it's something that that you guys have have produced and, and manufactured and it, it's kind of come up with its own identity that's one of the coolest things i think i've ever heard on yeah 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 all right well i mean you guys company sounds fascinating and i'm i'm just excited to have you guys as a part of nuka both middle and east tennessee chapters um is, you guys have got any questions about nuka for for us yeah just i'd like to know what what you guys are uh, what you're about, how, how, how can we help, uh, in, in trying to promote, uh, the utility contractors of, of, uh, Tennessee. And with growing, uh, both chapters as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're, we're about creating a voice for our industry. We want to make sure that utility contractors and excavators are 
represented appropriately, whether it be in legislation, uh, whether it be in safety, uh, you know, or, or any other facet of the industry that we encounter. You know, one, one of our main goals is safety. We want to make sure we're keeping all our people safe. You know, there's a there's a big problem in our country right now with trench collapses, people not shoring appropriately. We, I think we've been fortunate here in Tennessee that we've not had any in the recent years, but they're they're happening every day. And and Nuka needs to be a part of the solution on how to how to make sure it doesn't happen to our people. And then you know, bettering our industry through legislation is a big one. You know, we're we're working towards creating a voice in our state legislation to 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 help our industry get more funding for projects to you know get more regulation to keep people safe. And then also just finding that next generation of ditch digger you know we i'm third generation ditch digger you know my it, my grandfather started at louisville gas and electric company and then that's how my dad got into the contracting side of things and now you know, here me and my brother are kind of kind of taking it to the, the next generation and but you know we, we got to learn it from an early age and a lot of kids these days don't so how do we take those next steps to find the next generation of ditch digger get our industry in front of kids and let them know this is a good way to make a living. So, you know, you guys will be seeing stuff come out from both chapters regarding all those topics and more. So just the biggest thing that we would ask as, as Nuka is be involved. You know, you guys clearly have a ton of experience and a fascinating company. And I think it could add some great stuff to these conversations. So just, you know, when you see those those update emails, either from from Heather here in Middle Tennessee or Ken in East Tennessee, you know, jump in the conversation because we want that experience and we and we and we want to know what you guys can bring to the table. You know, I saw Ken had sent out an email a few days ago about trying to gain interest on a dove shoot and uh, stuff like that. We're all down uh, for to help uh, and attend and uh, want to help with those things as much as possible. What you said about uh, Nuka's goals in regards to finding that next generation ditch digger, that next generation water or sewer man or woman, um, really I find interesting because as I travel around the southeast and focus on a lot of rural water, it is an aging, wonderful, but aging population of mostly gentlemen who are running these uh, small rural water authorities. And uh, I've often wondered, man, there's such an uh, age gap. Who are going to be the next people to enter this industry and take those jobs? Uh, Because what a wonderful job. You know, I've always said I could do anything for a living. It really doesn't matter what the work is. What matters uh, to me are the people you're uh, hopefully fortunate enough to do that work with. And in, in all my years of living, all the different jobs I've had, I have never met overall such a great group of people as I have in the water and sewer industry. And I think there does need to be a major focus on recruiting young people into this industry because, I mean, it, it affords you a good life. It's, it's decent pay. It's great benefits. And uh, it's a good job. You're absolutely right. And, and it's not just the rural guys, but it's it's um, across our industry in the utility utility. Uh, industry i think it's like 60 percent of our workforce will retire in the next five years or something wow. crazy like that wow that is so it, yeah <clears throat> so it's uh something that we we need to be focused on and having having companies like harco and and cleary and hearst excavating and some of these guys <clears throat> here to to help us get that message out there is going to be 
is going to be just paramount in these efforts. So, like I said, that that's what we would ask of you guys is you know be involved and 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 help us grow that voice and and help us come up with ideas on on how to get that next generation of worker in here, and, and any other other topics is we really just you know our, our goal is to create an association where our members can be involved and and their voice will be heard. Matt, what is what what is something that you guys do currently to go recruit uh, the, that next generation? Um, well, being that both chapters are still so new, uh-huh. we've been kind of limited in that. Um, I know in Middle Tennessee, we've had the opportunity to go out to, uh, uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Jason Ladd that owns Lucky Ladd Farms uh, just south of Nashville. And every year he does a kids construction fun fest and hmm. he brings machines out there and kids get to get a chance and get on a machine and with an operator and move dirt. And then there's stations. How old do you have to be, to be a kid? <laughs> Can a forty-five-year-old be a kid? I, I was wondering the same thing standing there in the nuka booth. I was like, man, I, I haven't actually worked on a machine in about ten years, and that looks really fun. So it's a, but but he he does a really good job. He has everything from the kids being able to get on a machine and move dirt down to hammers and nails and power tools. And and a, we had a station where they were able to put a water pipe together with little PVC fittings and pipe and. So it was, uh, you know, it was, it was a pretty good showing and, and, but we're hoping to grow on something like that. There's, there's, uh, other NUCA chapters across the country that do dozer days that are just huge operations where, where all kinds of equipment companies and contractors, uh, bring out equipment and piles of dirt and, and let people, let not just kids, but all people get up there and, and pull the levers on machines and move dirt. And there's informational booths and stuff like that. So we would love to work towards something like that. Uh, I know that there's a couple of organizations that have um, uh, programs for either inner city youth or kids that don't want to go to college that we're trying to get involved with. That's great. And, and even uh, veterans, uh, you know, people retiring out of the military that, that need jobs or, or don't know where to go with their skill set. We're looking to set up programs to be able to say, hey, come work with us. You know, we're here for you. So, um those are the kind of the directions I think we're going to be headed in the near future. Uh, but that's uh it's on our priority list for sure. I think the veterans thing could be huge. Uh, working with the, uh, the VA for some of those uh, men and women who are, who are coming back or getting out uh, and their, their terms up. A lot of those people struggle with direction and, and finding a, a career that utilizes some of the skill sets they learned while serving our country. And uh, I think the water and sewer industry could definitely uh, fill that gap for them. Yeah. And, and I've heard, you know, a couple of, of veterans speak on it and he said, sometimes it's just, you know, people get out of the military struggle to find that next mission. Mm-hmm. And it, it, we, we want to be there to provide that next mission. So these folks can, you know, find their way post post service. So, um, and Marcus, I know we were talking before we got started. Did you mention that you were, you were in the military? I did. I did a, a stint in the North Carolina army national guard. Okay. Well, thank you for your service, man. We oh, really appreciate it. My pleasure. The, uh, well guys, y'all got any more questions for me or anything you want to say to the membership or, or anything before we wrap up? I would just say we're extremely glad to be a part of NUCA I'm looking forward to when life returns to whatever the new normal is. Hopefully it's very close to the old normal. 
being able uh, to get face to face with some of the members and just uh, hang out and meet some of y'all. Yeah, we look very we look forward to uh, to being a, a solid member within this organization and, and helping out in any way that we possibly can. All right. Well, guys, I appreciate you all coming on and letting the membership know a little bit about who Harco is. And, and after talking with you guys, man, I'm, I'm kind of sad you aren't in the gas industry, but the uh, I guess I'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. The, uh, but anyway, guys, thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. Um, and, and anybody listening, if, if you want to get in touch with these guys, uh, uh, shoot Ken or Heather an email. We'll send you their contact info and, and if you don't already have it and and we'll continue to to grow nuka matt thanks for your time appreciate it thank you matt we appreciate it all right guys uh everybody has left the recording area and i want to say thank you to everybody for coming on to get today to mike for coming on and helping us promote uh east and middle coming together for this podcast to try and make this thing even better uh i want to say thanks to the guys from harco for coming on and, and and joining nuka both chapters jumping in with both feet trying trying to be a part of what we're doing so that that that's awesome thank you to everybody for your involvement and what you do uh so we'll wrap this up uh with some chapter updates from east tennessee as we heard earlier from mike uh september 18th dove hunt uh if you want to get signed up go to nuka etn.com to register and that's going to be pretty cool september 20 I'm sorry, September 18th. That's gonna be that's gonna be pretty awesome. Uh, great, great first event to kind of come out of the Rona, get together, but still be able to socially distance, be outside, enjoy the weather, enjoy everyone's company. And I think that's just a killer thing that they're doing. Uh, again, you know, Mike brought this up. September 23rd, we've got the vir- the virtual Washington Summit. It's gonna be a great day of getting in front of our legislators being able to put our issues in front of them, talk about funding for projects, talk about safety, talk about the things that we experience every day. And that's going to be awesome. Um, and on the same lines here is the uh, NUCA plus one campaign going on uh, where NUCA is asking everyone, every NUCA member to reach out and recruit one new member this year. We're doing the same thing in Middle Tennessee. Well, we, we, we uh, coined it our each one reach one contest you know so guys make sure you're reaching out to somebody and let's get them involved and then this goes for both chapters if each one of us can reach out there grab somebody and get them in then we're just building that strength in numbers the more people we have behind this voice that these two chapters are trying to build in the state of tennessee the more effective we're going to be middle tennessee we have a meet the leadership zoom coming up um, in a couple of weeks, we had a request from someone out there that is recruiting hard. Mr. Neil Wilson at Rock Solutions is recruiting hard, and he's got four or five people. He wanted to get on and meet the leadership Zoom, so we set one up. So, guys, if you guys have people that are interested, but they're being they're a little on the fence, they'd like to talk to the membership, think it's not possible because we can't get together, that's wrong. Contact, contact us. Let us know. We'll set up a meet the leadership Zoom so we can talk to these folks. We were fine with that. Um, again, safety roundtable coming up, guys. Uh, that's going to be pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about that one. We've got, I think, 11 people registered right now, including folks from both TDOT and TOSHA. 
So, you know, we, we talked to Commissioner Bright a few weeks ago, and one of the things he talked about was safety and being interested in and taking an interest in, in safety and, and how we do safety. Well, guys, they're, they're stepping up to the plate, and they are uh, – they're, they're getting their folks to participate in the safety roundtable with us. So make sure you get signed up and let's get on here and let's talk some safety. Uh, this first one's not going to be anything crazy. You know, we're going to get on there, find out what you're doing that works, find out what you're doing that doesn't work, what what kind of safety issues do we have in common so that we can have a, come start to come up with a plan to formulate how we as an industry attack similar safety issues. So let's get on there. Let's start this conversation. Let's get this thing going. Another thing we got coming up in October is the Virtual Tech Summit. Uh, we're working towards getting all our presenters put together. As of right now, we've got Badger Daylighting set to present about hydroexcavating, utility spotting, and line cleaning. Uh, we're going to talk with Sam about the use of Sioux and all the different things that that can entail. And then we're going to talk to uh, Precision Pipe Supply and, and talk about the capabilities and benefits of culvert slip lining. So we've got some great speakers lined up for that one, and uh, the registra- registration link for, the, for that one will be going soon, live very, very soon, so keep an eye out on your weekly updates. Uh, same thing with, with the virtual uh, safety roundtable. The, the sign-up link is in your weekly update email. Um, we are working on another December event, uh, not the holiday party, but something sim- but something different that is more directly related to what we do on job sites, you know. The holiday event is going to be just for us to get together, have some fun, get the, you know, network again in a in a more social setting. We hope we'll see how the Rona goes. But uh, Scott Knobloch from Caterpillar, who has traveled the world working for Caterpillar, is going to come to the Thompson Cat facility in December and give a, a does a, he does a seminar on um, maximizing job efficiencies and equipment operation for civil contractors. Uh, and Nobby, like I say, he's traveled the world. He's seen a lot of things, has a lot of expertise in this area. So be on the lookout for being able to sign up for that one as well. Um, we are, that's just a few of the things we're working on right now. We're also working on putting together some more virtual events for you to round out the year. Um, you know, we've got, a. We're, we're trying to get some topics in there. So if you guys got any topics you'd like to hear, you think we can make a good virtual showing of it, please shoot them to us. Let us know. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about recruiting. Each one reach one. Nuka plus one. Guys, don't forget, half-off member dues is extended until the end of September. So if you got somebody that's on the fence, they can join right now for only half the price. So let people know. Um, and then, guys, lastly, here in, in Middle Tennessee, we still have two spots on the board available for contractors. So if you're a contractor and you're listening, you want to get involved and be directly involved in the way that this chapter heads please let us know come sit in on a, on a board meeting see if it's a fit for you and then we'll, we'll we'll take it from there so again two open board spots for contractors guys please let us know let's get involved let's continue to make this thing powerful and, and keep it rolling um so with that that's, that's your chapter updates from both chapters um both chapters are in the midst of executive director searches and we'll have exciting news for you guys soon so keep keep an eye out and ear open for that as well um and with that guys we'll wrap this one up so you guys stay safe out there keep digging tennessee